Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 36 of the Becoming Human podcast. and I'm your host, Will Nelson. I had the pleasure to sit down with Marcus Major. He's a hip-hop grime artist out of the United Kingdom. He also showcases uh, local hip-hop and um, poetry artists or performers. And... He produces some of their stuff on his YouTube channel, Zone Out TV. My favorite thing, though, is he does this thing where he's like a, a news anchor, and he, he talks about the weather. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, I'm fascinated by people who, who take it upon themselves to, to just create content and do what they enjoy, you know, like... In the momentum that that is built behind them with other people who who are interested in similar things whether it's hip-hop or poetry or painting um, I find that the beauty of technology because you're able to share these things you know across the world and these niches are able to to find more people who might be interested It's a pleasure to be able to explore the uh, culture in the UK. Like, I was very surprised by how much I related to Marcus in my own experience uh, growing up with uh, my mistakes and also some of my strengths as well. Um, I'm excited to learn more about other cultures to kind of broaden my understanding since it's very limited. I'm going to play you in with a song by Mr. Major and Megabyte called Knots Crosses. Go check them out on Zone Out TV at YouTube and then Militant Beats on Facebook. Time to blaze and beats, let know who's boss. Let know who's boss. All my haters and noughts, yeah, they make me cross. Yeah, they made me cross. Time to blaze and beats, let them know who's boss. Let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they made me cuss. Yeah, they made me cross. Time to blaze and beats, let them know who's boss. Let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they made me cuss. Yeah, they made me cross. Time to blaze and beats, let them know who's boss. Let them know who's boss. Don't try and fight me, I'm a difficult hype beast. Come with a flow, won't let you off lightly. A9G, not A or B. Come with a flow straight from the sea. Bring a ring of rose in my pocket for the rhymes. Spit another little with expert time. On top of that, the whole thing rhyme is major. Yes, and I'm back with a grime. And I'm back with a grime. Sit back, there's another zut, and I'm fine. I'm one of a kind from back in the day. Right with a rhythm, but the foreplay. Trust me, yes, I'm here to stay, never run away. I'm here to fight, open up, release my anger upon this mic. All my hits and all yeah, to make me cross. Yeah, they made me cross. Time to blaze and beat, never know who's boss. Let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they make me cuss. Yeah, they made me cross. Time to blaze and beats, let them know who's boss. Let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they make me cuss. Yeah, they made me cross. Time to blaze and beats, let them know who's boss. Let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they make me cuss. Yeah, they made me cross. Time to blaze and beats, let them know who's boss.
I've been burning this fight since day one Infinite energy, lyrical tongue Wanna be's wanna be me, but how can this be? You could not mimic me, I'm the champion Like concrete, I'll go hard on the beat There's no point you trying to stop me I'm always gonna make a bang with a burning heat My success is brewing like deadly See these haters who never understand me They don't like my style, but copycat me Why would I give a fuck what you think wanna be? Not you, but me, stronger than whole we See these haters don't want me to be free But one day this nigga will be But shine that light just so they can see Mr. Lighter up for unseen All my hits are naughty, yeah, they make me cross Tongue the blazing beats, let them know who's boss. Let know who's boss. All my hits and yeah, they make me cross. Tongue the blazing beats, let them know who's boss. Let know who's boss. All my hits and yeah, they make me cross. Tongue the blazing beats, let them know who's boss. Let know who's boss. All my hits and yeah, they make me cross. Tongue the blazing beats, let them know who's boss. All my hits and yeah, they make me cross. Time to blazing beats, let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they make me cross. Time to blazing beats, let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they make me cross. Time to blazing beats, let them know who's boss. All my hits and noughts, yeah, they make me cross. Time to blazing beats, let them know who's boss. radio show we got invited to a radio last night in canterbury uh, over in kent the uk Ooh. which is really cool it's a fm radio station so respect to them boys for having us out there yesterday but uh yeah man we run a studio over in the U- united kingdom basically mm-hmm. up in market um uh, i've got a studio that i'm trying to basically build up and uh, bring disabled children in and autistic kids and stuff like that and trying to teach them uh, how to make music and stuff i jumped on the scene when i first moved here and uh, i met a, a really cool producer called tobias and uh much love to him. I went up to his studio, recorded, and I basically said to him, this is what I'm about, this is what I want to do. And he was like, well, that's exactly what I'm trying to aim to do. So jump on board with me and we'll, we'll push it together. And ever since then, we've been just pushing, pushing, pushing. How did you meet Tobias? Basically, I, I went out there to record uh, one of my songs and uh, I spoke to him on that day and he really liked what I was doing, my music. And he was like, I think you're the dude that I want to bring into business with me. And ever since then, we've just been pushing our... Our little label thing, we basically make and sell beats online, Millicent Beats, that's what we stand for. You know what I mean? Uh, I run a YouTube channel called Zone Out TV with my friend Andre. Yeah, I love the weather The weather series that you do. <laughs> <laughs> you <like> the <laughs> yeah, you're my weatherman. Full <laughs> <laughs> fun and games. Mm-hmm. But, uh, just building platforms, man, that's exactly what we're about, like. We'll just push, push, push with the platforms and stuff. Just trying to open up the market over here because it's kind of dead. The scene around here for hip-hop and grime is dead, like, completely dead. So, me, I've put an events down this way now. Like, I'm just pushing events constantly, trying to trying to get one every month at least, you know what I mean, by our name. And just push, 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 man. It's always, always yeah. positive. And how's the reception when you're trying to create events? Like, do people turn out pretty well or do you have to drum up a lot of support for that? Well... Some sometimes it's really good where we're, we're hosting it in a uni town and that it depends if it's season or not and obviously you get little dickheads in there trying to grab the mic and chatting yeah. shit down the down the microphone like last time I put on an event one of them grabbed the microphone and started chatting shit down the mic I was like Look, don't do that mate I was like at the end of the day that's disrespect you can't be doing that this is my event and uh, yeah. my hat off I was going to kick off but then I was like I can't do that because at the end of the day I got that professional one of the artists jumped in front of his face was like who are you it all kicked off man but other than that, it's all love. Like, we get a lot yeah. of love. 
exactly it's just wild shit happens sometimes and like to be honest with you i always i feel like that you have like a very small amount of shitheads everywhere yeah no matter where you are in the world you're gonna get them the first event that we tried to put on uh we went full out we had flyers leaflets we we went crazy with i had some big artists come down and that really i had the first ever disabled grime artist larco he he come down all the way from wales to come to perform which Whoa. is enough love to him, man. He's, he's, he's like Stephen Hawkins in a wheelchair. So big up Larko on that, man. He, he kills it. Damn, but, uh, that's so cool. Clever man, clever man. He writes, he writes his lyrics and basically gets someone to spit them for him. Whoa. Which is, it's insane. He's a really cool artist. But uh, I had him come all the way down from Wales. And we got shut down at 11 o'clock, unfortunately. Oh, no. I don't, I don't even know why, but we still had a whale of a time. We took it down to the park. We had cameramen there. We still made it something. Oh. So it was, it was really cool, man. It was really cool. But that was 11 o'clock. We got shut down for no reason. But other than that, every other one's been smooth as anything. And it's, it's really it really starting to pick up. And slowly but surely, we're getting there. Like, yeah. To think, it was like seven months ago, I started pushing all this properly with my, my friend, Dre. That's when I first met him. We shot a film together called Dreams, music video. And ever since then, we've just been on it every day, pushing, pushing, pushing doing radios bookings uh he's also got a, a punk rock band which is really cool man they're, they're like it's that like punk oh. hip-hop it's like metal cross cross hip yeah man really cool band they're called province they're, they're really cool so shout out wow. them boys shout out to province all right i'm gonna check this out huh. they're, they're on her facebook bro just type in province and um i'll, I'll send you a link that's sweet thank you very much bro Says you looking them up, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, it's what I'm like fascinated by um, UK hip hop scene, just music scene in general, because like, I, I it's a refreshing take on um, storytelling and style, if you will. Definitely, definitely. It's, it's like I'm um, collabing with a dude from America at the moment called Little Sharks. He's doing his thing. He's he's really killing the scene at the moment, which is really really cool um, collaboration. Fuck yeah, man! Collaborate, and I love collaboration too, because then you're you're blending, you know, your, your perspectives of someone else, and you always like you can have this uh, sort of takeaway that's very valuable, you know. Definitely, definitely. And like, it sounds like you're creating a really large community um, with your events and stuff like that as well. Slowly like, but surely, slowly but surely, that like, we got a nice little venue now called the Cricketers in Canterbury, which is really cool. Like the man is, he's a diamond. His name's Ez, so. He's really, really cool, dude. He started, basically, we went there to do a DMB event. I spoke to him, and I was telling him what I'm about. And he he's just taken over there, so he's trying to build a new community there for himself. So he's trying to put nights on and trying to, try, he's trying to push it with us. And yeah. um, the first one weren't really great, you know what I mean? It weren't the best. He, he lost money that night, but he still gave us that belief, and he still put that faith into us to give us a second night. And that one went smoothly as anything, and oh. it was Ramo in there. So, yeah, big That's shout-out so to cool. Ed Big shout out, man. That is awesome. <laughs> you just, um, what do you, you kind of solidify my idea that if you like, if you try something, regardless of if you, you have prior experience in it, um, and you just keep doing it, you build this momentum that keeps pushing you further. You know what I mean? It gives you that credibility. Like that's yeah. really cool. And, um, when you got, when you got into this, um, did you have any like assumptions or things you thought worked a certain way that turned out that they didn't? 
Yeah, with the filming and stuff, putting music videos together because we do we do all that and all. It's just like we didn't have the best of cameras at the time, and that we had like a little digital camera. And me, me and my friend Dre, we just went out and we we was putting them together on fucking what's it called um video video movie maker. Then uh, we just started learning, and I invested in camera, and I, I went out and bought myself a green screen and loads of lights and. Uh, stabilizers a lot man and i was just like you know what if i'm gonna do this i want to do it properly now i'm working on sony vegas pro which is an incredible mm. program to edit on oh yeah but, uh, dude that that is an incredible program to edit i feel like a kid in santa's workshop man <laughs> exact same as me man every time i'm like ah i get gas yeah. <laughs> but yeah videos um we're just really trying to smash it in a moment like that's what i love about a camera you can pick it up anyone can do it like Anyone can pick up a camera and make something out of nothing, really. Like, look, look at vlogs, for example. My, my life ain't the most exi- exciting life in the world, but when, when I've got something going on, I like to pick up the camera, I'll put it in front of my face and talk, talk to people about what I'm trying to do. And it's, it's just building, building things. Like we started a gig guide the other day uh, for my friend's band because they was gigging in uh, Folkestone, and we went to Southampton the next day, which is really far. It's like two-and-a-half-hour drive from us. Ooh. So... Uh, we would just vlog that, and it's just really exciting things, man. Dude, that's so cool. And that's interesting how, like, the act of a camera turns the entire perspective from, like, a, into a performance, if you will. You know what I mean? To where, like, yeah. not in the sense of, like, you start getting really good ideas, and you're like, oh, maybe if I add this, and you start building off of, like, what someone liked last time in your uh, in one of your other videos. That's that's so cool, and I... And I'm interested when you were using the um, lower quality or the basic level, like recording equipment, things like I have, for instance, just as an average person, um, what was the reception by your audience? Were there still people listening? There's still people listening. We're still, we're still getting views on it. So at the end of the day, we get, if we get haters, we get haters. We can yeah. see past that. At the end of the day, we're, we're creative young people and we're out to make a name for ourselves and push the scene even further. We're trying to open yeah. new doors constantly and... We're, we're not just opening doors. We're kicking them through. We're, we're, we're going out of all our power, and we're not going to give up until we're there. Like, Oh, shit, the hip-hop SWAT team. Yes. <laughs> yeah, trust I like me, it. Trust me. We're on it. I've got a team called Zone Out. So, like, hang tight with my team, Zone, Zone Out. Like, we've got Kiki. She's a, she's a female rapper. Shambolic, her name is. Oh, we've shit. Got a, yeah, we've got Master DKHK. We've got my, my, my friend Rated. We've got Megabyte. You've got myself, Mr. Major. Then you've also got my friend Crazy Legs Owen, which is he he's got cerebral palsy, but he's a really cool artist, man. He's he's he, he don't let his his disability define anything. He he's he's a, he's a good artist, man. Oh, really dude, good artist. that's awesome! Just overcomes. Yes, that's that's what we're about. We're about positive vibes, and if we get haters, we get haters. Fuck them, you yeah. know what I mean? What more can we do? Yeah. Like, we're just that- doing us. Exactly, and that that way that you carry yourself, man. It's it's really attractive as uh someone who wants to like uh get into your music if you will because you just throw off that vibe and like that's something that i like to reiterate towards people when um when they talk to me about creating content and stuff they're like ah, i don't have money for equipment or anything i'm like dude don't need just... money if, if you got the willpower then you can do it yeah exactly man you got we got cameras on our phone and shit people don't mind if it's shitty they just see you trying like, yeah exactly that exactly that yeah <laughs> and uh, exactly what it's about yeah it really is what it's about like I, and the thing that i think people that people gravitate towards the most is like the energy that you put into it and the effort that you put into it. why are you invested in it personally and like 
I've got, I've got mental health issues, so music is a release for me. It, it helps me in everyday life. I can express myself. I can, I can open up and let my anger out, and it's a release. It's a, it heals me. It heals me inside, and it makes me feel better about myself. You go up on like stage and stuff like that. Like these, you're caught, you're challenged, right? Like I imagine you get anxiety or like you get nervous in some capacity. I- I really don't. I I feel at ease. I feel I feel comfortable. I feel like that's the only time I feel comfortable with myself when I'm on stage and I'm performing and I'm expressing myself because that's that's the way I open up. And mm-hmm. everyday life's a struggle. Like I don't really like going out much. All I want to do is be in studio and making music constantly because it, it heals me. And mm-hmm. some people don't understand that. Like I'm, I'm not really a social person until I have to be. Like say my events and stuff and. I'm the front man. I have to be like, boom, I have to be that person. And I, I put on the front to be that person because that, that's deep down who I want to be. And I want I want to be out of my shell and express myself more. And that's the only way I can do it. I feel, I feel at ease. I feel like all my stress and my worries are out the window and I, I feel at home. Oh, okay. And has it always been that way? Not always. When I first did radio, I, I kind of shit myself and I was worried and really like nervous about it but then uh my friend Geronimo he just died bless him rest in peace but uh oh, no. he, he taught me he took me to my first radio show and stuff like that and taught me a lot and ever since it was hit for him with today so I respect him for that but uh yeah that's fucking cool man like the, did you were you a person before getting into all of this where you you would try something new that you didn't understand how to do and do it anyways and believe that you can get good at it? Yeah, I just kept at it and at it and at it like ever since a young age that like, I started writing when I was like what eight. So from okay. ever since yeah from from then I've just been writing, 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 writing and just stacking up some material and Finally, I feel like it's it's come and it's the right time. I've got a team behind me now. I've got the right people here, so it's just pushing it. And like we're not signed yet, just of yet or anything, but we're we're pushing to get that right contract and stuff. And when or if it does come, it comes. If it don't, then at least I'll put my mark in the industry, and I've still got that there to look back on him in years to come and show up my way, and he can show mm-hmm. his kids and so forth, so on. <laughs> is um and is signing like a still a big thing is there still gatekeepers into the entertainment industry there there is there is yeah to to a certain degree but everyone's trying to do it independently now we're trying to build an independent label and trying to venture off on our own roots but it's having the money to put in because you need money to put in to get out but that's where your prs and stuff like that come into it but even then that costs money to to get a prs stuff and stuff so yeah and it's just pushing until those things kind of emerge. Definitely, definitely, a million percent. <laughs> and um, so you're talking about how you have like uh, mental health issues, right? Like things yep. that you struggle with. Yeah. And would you care to elaborate on those a little bit? But yeah, basically, I've got like a split personality. I've got like two voices in my head that wind me up constantly, and they're on my case trying to chat shit to me constantly and obviously I've got anger issues because of that and I do take it out on the wrong people sometimes but 
as long as they're standing by me and they're working with me and they're not just going to give up on me, then I'll, I'll be fine. And that's what it's about, surrounding yourself with good, positive people. Then you can be a positive person yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, man. Because like, it, it's like they encourage you to be the person that you are. Definitely. And some people encourage you to be an entirely different person. Definitely, definitely. Like when I was younger and that, I used to be, I used to be a little little fucker, you might as well say. I was into like yeah. gang life and shit. You know what I mean? I wanted to go out and I was, I was, I was into robbing people and all sorts. But I grew up and I realized I'm not that person. I don't want to, I don't want to be that person. I, I want to make positive for people's lives. So I want to help them rather than. You know what I mean? Out to hurt them. I was out for myself when I was younger. Then I grew up when I had my little boy at 16 years old. And it just it, it made me change and realize that I, I want to be a better person. And I need to be a better mm-hmm. person to be, to be in his life. Wait, you, you had a kid when you were 16? Yeah, man. I did too. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of where, where I got to a certain point where it was like, you know, I wanted to do everything that I could to be a better person. and that I can be like a role model for my son, right? Exactly that. Exactly that. And and then there was a two sided coin to that because at least in like um, my culture in like uh, rural society, there was yeah. a lot of people who were like, "I have a kid now, so I'm gonna stop everything in life. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna focus on myself, and I'm only gonna focus on this child." And that was always at like the disadvantage of the child, not intentionally, but it's just yeah. how it worked because they didn't have anything to like. Oh, what are hobbies? Oh, like what's an aspiration? You know what I mean? Whereas I look at you and you're someone I admire, even in the sense that like you're going out there and you're trying to do things. How'd your culture receive you having a child so early? All my friends and that, they, they well, all my so-called friends, all, all the circle, the old yeah. circle, that they, they basically thought I weren't cool enough. I couldn't go out and party still and stuff like that. But Really, it was me and my baby mom. We broke up, you know what I mean? Because we we're both young. He, he will always come first, and that, that's how it is. Yeah, I, I completely, I can really feel for you on that because that was where I was. It was I had like uh, friends, and they're like, "Oh, let's go party!" And you know, they were a lot all older than me, and I was in high school, and I'm like, "Man, this is kind of getting." This isn't. There wasn't anything more to it. Like the best party experience that I ever had, kind of already happened. You know what I mean? Like the the only more up is getting trashed more often. It's like ah oh, fuck, I can't. That, that doesn't really vibe with me. You know? You can't live like that every day, man. Like I, I had no, friends that wanted to party all day every day. You know what I mean? But you just have to grow up, man. Like people grow apart from each mm-hmm. other. Like unfortunately, they do. You know what I mean? Like. There's only certain people now that I really still talk to from my my, my old group, but now I've got a, a new group of friends, and they're a lot they're they're a lot older than me. They're in their thirties, and like some of them are forty, and that are in my group, like Master D's. They give me a lot of them, and I take it in. I, I really do take it in. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that's the thing that I love is is being able to like communicate with these people who have experienced things that um, you haven't yet experienced or you're currently experiencing, and you you get to like be able to uh, reciprocate insights if you will like it, it's yeah, really definitely. cool to be there for someone like that you know and like what what i what i've um have had fun learning about on a personal level is like i don't know ever since my son was born and even a little bit before is that like performing for instance and um you know, writing 
even just collaborating with people on other kinds of projects. Like I experience a wider spectrum of pleasure or fun, if you will, than I have ever experienced before. And like some days are really hard to where, you know, like I either have like a really busy schedule or I'm going to do something that's really uncertain or intimidating. Like my first radio show with someone else, for instance, the funnest days that I've ever had. Real talk. I I see this it this way. Like I live every day as it comes. Like I don't go out planning to shoot a video and stuff. If we go out shoot a video. It's all it's all style. We just do it off the top of our heads. Get really gassed like as a group together. Our minds just combined and we, we feed off the electric that's in the air, the currents, and it's just magical. It's magical shit when we're in the room and we've got a beat on and we're writing constantly. Like. That's why I come out of my shell because I, I sit writing and I'm writing and I'm writing because I, I beat on loop and I'm just in the studio with all my friends and we're just vibesing off each other and it's just magic. Oh, history. It's constant history. Like, Fuck yeah, man. And like, especially my feeling when I write with other people, especially people who like I vibe with really well or I, uh, I write with really well and we're kind of like on the same page in the sense that I, I really connect with those people. Like I've built more friendships through collaborating on projects Definitely. than I have in other things. Definitely. And it, it's fucking cool. Especially like when you, uh, if you're going to put up like a video or anything like that, the, the kind of the shared experience of it, like the collective experience. Yeah. Of trying to figure this out. It, it's like, it's almost like, uh, it going through any different bonds you together way more, you know? Definitely. Definitely. We all got ups and downs, but at the end of the day, we'll stick together. You guys got good weed over there? Yeah, man. We get some, we get some nice weed. Definitely, definitely. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, um, all right, there. I think now that... Everyone's cool. in England, bro. Holler at me, man. I'll sort you up. I will hook you up, bro. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I'm trying to take my son to England uh, soon, probably in the spring. Because uh, I've never tr- done any traveling, and that's like another thing that I've been having fun with, like talking to Jack and stuff. Is just yeah. getting to understand the different culture, and yeah, I've always been interested in like English culture. It is cool. It's a cool place, but I'd rather be in America. In There's no great over here either, man. Now, you know what? The weather you have out there is so much better, man. What makes you want to be in America? The weather. Hold on. <laughs> the weather, man. And it's, it just looks like a beautiful place. Uh, obviously, wherever you go, you get your bad areas and your good areas. But in the right part of America, it'd be beautiful. Like I've never been traveling. I only went to France on a trip. Like when uh, it was baby passport, you could used to back in the day get a, a day passport. But uh, the weather, man, I'd love to. I'd love to come. To, I'd love to just come ride, ride, ride BMX out there, and it's just so skateable and stuff. Like I got a lot of skater friends and stuff, and it's just amazing over there, man. Your food's so much better. Look at your food compared to British food. Your McDonald's compared to ours, man. I feel robbed every time I go to McDonald's. Wait, you BMX? Yeah, I used to when I was younger, oh, man. Dude. My dad used to have his own bike team, man. We used to be MX's kids and like travel all over the United States and shit and do races. Oh, you're, you're so lucky. I watched Scotty so Kramer cool. BMX every day, man. Every day without foul. I watched Scotty Kramer on YouTube. Austin Oggy. Oh. 
I watch Austin Oggy all the time. Uh, I, I love what they're doing. Them, them, yeah. they kill it. Dude, it's it's so fun. that's so cool though. I couldn't believe. I don't meet very many people who who actually ride. Oh shit. Yeah, man. There's lo- there's loads of people over here that ride. It's, my my friend Dom. He he's a really talented skater. Like he's really really talented skater. He should be, he should be a lot further than he is now. But he's been sponsored by shops and stuff. But mm-hmm. he really he really is doing big things. Like he, he featured in one of our uh, one of our music videos called Do Something. It's basically me and my friend Dre playing uh, skate free on the skate free on the, the Xbox at home. Then we're like, I wasted too much time. It's time to do something. Nobody's gonna stop me because I'm doing my own thing. But <laughs> and uh, we basically went out with a camera, got clips of him skating and stuff because he come down to do a tournament, Fins and Wheels. It was on uh, Extreme Sports, which was really cool. Oh but, shit! Uh, yeah, man, it was like mini ramps, uh, UK mini ramps qualifications, and that he, he comes like fifteenth, I think. That's because uh, he lost the trainer, man. He lost his skate shoe. Oh no. But that's what he gets for getting messy and uh, sleeping in some random person's tent. We were, we were kind of brought someone's tent and, uh, yeah, man. I think they rubbed his shoe and threw it in the middle of the field and we couldn't find it until the next day. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like straight adventure, man. I like yeah, that. It was. It was. <laughs> it went, what, um, after doing these um, shows and music videos, like, What's one of the biggest things that you learned in um, producing interesting music videos? Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I, do you know what? That's a hard question because it's basically yeah. when we're out, it's just magic. It just happens. It, we, we just put our minds together and it just goes bang. It's like a big bang. It's like yeah. hitting the world. It's just crazy, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree because there's... Um, well, in many things that happen to me, it's almost like it, it, it magic in a sense. And I always like, to, like, it feels magic. And then, like, even the ideas that I have, like, writing is another good example too, because things will get pulled out of my asshole that I just I didn't even know were there. Yeah, and man. I and for people that like that like cling to um, what is it more like solid kind of things, I guess you could say, or tangible things is that I've heard it called uh, the subconscious mind. You know, yeah. you're working on working in the background, and then every once in a while, it'll push an idea forward into your conscious mind. And, like, yeah. that's when I'm curious uh, how, you, how, how you write, because, like, what I learned about writing was um, I never – I felt like I didn't have good ideas. And then I learned that if I just write gibberish, if I just sit down and just write, that – or even like if I'm writing to a beat and none of it is, you know, it doesn't, I don't like what I'm writing, but I keep writing and all of a sudden shit comes out of the woodworks. It's really good. You Definitely. know what I mean? Even if I just think of a bar, I, I just write it down on my phone, like two, 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 two sentences, just write it down on my phone, leave it there for a later date. And then I write another two bars, leave it there for a later date. And eventually you can just piece it all up and put it into a piece. And you got one, one 16 bar, 32 bar, 64 bar. Whatever you need is there mm-hmm. because you've just written one, one, two little lines, and it's, you don't get writer's block doing it that way. Yeah, I like that because then you have that like limited pressure almost. Yeah, real talk. Or if if I'm in studio, I like I like to go full out and just write a fresh sixteen or thirty two there and then, and just go ham because my my mind's everywhere because I'm so into the beat and I'm just I'm feeling the emotion from the from the beat. It takes over my body and it runs through my veins and my blood and. 
Oh. It tingles up the back of my spine when I listen to music, man. I love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Oh, you're getting me. Oh, you're getting me excited, man. See, that's what I love, and that's what I try to explain to people. It's like that, you know, like a trivial experience, monotony, day-to-day bullshit. And then when it, it's just what I'm writing, like just working out thoughts, man, and even going up and performing, like the feelings that I feel were so unexpected to me before I ever started performing and writing, man. Like it's, it's so much fun and you're so in the moment. It Definitely. feels fire. You got people like dancing and going crazy because you're dropping some fire on the mic and, and it makes you feel good about yourself because they're like, ah, getting gas jumping about, shaking yeah. you. I, lo- I love it. I love it. Your shows over there are a lot bigger than ours over here though, man. Mm-hmm. A lot bigger. Yeah, more That's the time. thing that like trips me out is because, and I was talking to Jack um, about it a little bit, was that like when someone, when you tour, like over here, people tour, and then you have like a national tour or whatever, you know, in the country. And then, um, then some people will step, go beyond that and they'll have like global tours from comedians to musicians. And yeah. like, I never, but I'm not as into the, um, into those scenes as I, I'd like to be, but I don't really see it reversed as much. And you know that where we get like uh, foreign uh, musicians coming in. Yeah, yeah. And Definitely. so, and Jack was telling me that there there wasn't very many um, instances where uh, UK artists would actually perform globally, except with like the small, like very few. Majority, yeah, like Storms at the moment, for example. He he's like coming to the Gram scene and stuff, and now he's all of a sudden blown up. Now he's global, and everyone's saying Stormzy this, Stormzy that. Because, but to me, people are like, do do you feel criticised that he's changed the Gram scene because it used to be really underground, like like Biggie and Tupac, for example, it used to be back that you know what I mean, back to them days, and it was more raw then. But he made it a bit more commercial and out there. But at the same time, I'm glad. I'm glad because. We need that. We need that as a scene to be recognised more than just an underground, shitty, grimy scene where people are mugging everyone off. And it's it's more positive music now. And I, I appreciate mm-hmm. positive music. Yeah, I, I really do too. Because like the things that you were telling me about how how you struggle with like uh, mental health aspects, right? And the positive music has really helped me struggle with my own bullshit. Um, like, you, you know, some of my mental health aspects and also like uh, thoughts that the way that I thought about the world. Right. And mm-hmm. like that music, a lot of uh, underground artists. And I don't want to just say mostly it's there's some mainstream artists, too, but have really helped me understand the world and myself in a in a different way and in a healthy way. Like, the music talks for itself. That's how I say it. See it. You know, yeah. what I mean, the music do the talking like. I completely agree, man, because it's like uh, words are impartial. Like you could say words, but it's hard to understand how you're experiencing things. But music, though, it opens it up and it feels like I'm I'm in your head, basically. It's emotions and chapters. That's how I see it, little man. Like, your, your emotions go through these chapters and you put them down on paper, release a track, and then people are listening into your life and they're feeling your emotion and your, your release and they're relating to that. As, as long as someone can relate to like my music and it helps them through their, their dark times or their, their happy times and I've achieved something and I'm proud of that and that's all I've ever wanted to do. 
just to achieve yeah. that, that feeling. As long as like, someone comes up to me and they're like, do you know what? Your music really touched me. That, that'd make my day. That'd make my fucking year. You know what I mean? I'd be like, thank you so much. That means, it means the world to me. Like, that's like the most important thing. I, I like that because that, that's the same thing that, that I feel too is that in that that's really changed a lot of things for me when I started getting into it. Cause I'm like, I'm going to go to school and do practical things. Like I want to be a computer programmer. Right. And that's going to make me money and that'll make life very little risky and you know, all that shit. And I'm like, but man, I have a lot of bullshit that I had to deal with. Like I, I have a lot of, you know, with having my son early, younger and like going through, uh, using a lot of, or abusing substances, not just using them like regular. And, like the way that I like uh, communicating with other people, you know, like the, the feelings that I get out of this are more valuable than most other experiences in my life. Definitely. Definitely. Like Mandy, for example, I used, I used to love it. I used to love Molly. You know, it's Molly over there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Molly, you guys call him Mandy? Yeah. MDMA, isn't it? MD. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I used to, I used to love it, man. Like, I used to fucking love that drug so much, but then, I realize it makes me feel good for a certain period of time, then I feel like shit. So what's the point of putting my energy into that when I could put it into decent music and positive vibes around me constantly, then I can feel that naturally rather than... Yeah. And that's like, uh, what do you call it? I always see it too, like in that same sense. It's like buying a house. Either you're going to make money off the house or the house is going to fucking, it's got mold on it, and you got to fucking bulldoze that bitch down. Like, yeah. That's that's how I felt when I was talking about um, being heavy in the party scene when I was younger. That literally, like, the the more that you do, the less that you have. And yeah. with, with music um, or running, athleticism, fucking any kind of art, um, the more that you do it, the more that the better you get the more pleasure you feel and the more society rewards you, at least sometimes society will reward you. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. That's, that's what it's about. Like the, obviously the government and that, they're not great. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's shit really, isn't it? The government, fuck the government. Yeah, it really is. Man. <laughs> Who needs them? But uh, I don't see why they like, Cannabis is illegal over in the UK when it does so much for certain people that my, my friend Dre, his mum's just had like a big back operation and that, and um, fair play, you know what I mean? Like it helps, it helps with certain people, you know what I mean? It helps their, their yeah. mentality and you know what I mean? It helps heal people and I don't see why it's illegal over here, but yeah, it's stupid, it's stupid. It, it, it really is because that's like what we're talking about right now is there's two ways, you know, you go about things and you like, um, if someone does something that, that is hurtful to them or people around them, uh, you could either say you're a bad person and cut you away from like society, for instance, yep. or you could say that, Oh, you're making, you're making mistakes. You know, if you're, if you're just like going down a wrong path, I don't even want to say substances cause you can use any substance. That's to your own bullshit, you know, do what yeah, you want. But, but like, if you're going down a wrong path, then like all you have to do is be like educate them. It's I think it's a thing of education, not like punishment. So what if you yeah. go down the wrong path? We're gonna have some fucking burnout sometimes, but you love you can, your mistakes. Yeah, exactly, man. 
So you can do, man. Learn from your mistakes and grow, grow to be a better person, more wiser. Because you've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got the frisbee, then you skimmed it. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's what's the difference? Like, you need to learn. You need to make mistakes to learn by your mistakes. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you like, you can go check his um, YouTube page out. At Zone Out TV, I'll drop a link in the show notes. And also check them out at Militant Beats on Facebook. You can also find that in the link in the show notes too. Uh, I'm going to do a lot of restructuring with the podcast. um, And start taking on more guests. And do different directions. I'm excited for the things to come. And yeah. I hope you guys enjoy yourselves. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and share. And if you got any suggestions, uh, just send me a DM or email me. All right. Enjoy the winter. It's going to be a cold one up in the Pacific Northwest, but I'm excited. I got my uh, son full time now. So I get to spend a lot more time in the winter. We're trying to work on, like, woodsmanship because um, I was never very knowledgeable in the woods. I didn't have a dad growing up and shit. So this is a kind of a new experience for me, and like pairing that with uh, trail running, for instance, it, it's like a wealth of adventure that I never anticipated growing up. Because I always thought like, oh, you know, you go to the temples or you do all these like extreme things in the in that sense, and like uh, in finding artifacts and stuff like that. And then I didn't realize that something such as you know mountains and um, valleys could hold such interest for me but i don't know this life's exciting man and i am glad that i get to share it with really cool people like marcus See yo we say week. mr major easy megabyte fam you good i'm done i've been having mad dreams me too you know g is it well it's about this girl this angel this girl was looking picture perfect I thought that she was worth it My vulnerability led to apples in a basket I wish it never fell in love, I only meant to pain I wish it never fell in love, cause now my heart is broken I swear this pain I'm feeling, feels like no one has felt this Can I have a pull, cause the pain feels like hell Negative thoughts can't take help and say sorry to myself My story's more deep than the words I excel Try my best to treat her right, but in the end I fell She sees an angel for my dreams, she's not just any girl Unconditional love, does it exist? I ask myself I can't change my past life, all I can do is future fight We used to say I love you at the end of every phone call On the magnet field, I'm thinking when did I repel? One of many things I learned that love can pay the bills Ain't we able to be loved or just love in our dreams? Is It's all a dream You are my life, babes I can't breathe, can't eat, can't sleep 
Overnight, I need you by my side, holding me tight. I know I've done wrong, but that was in my past. You are my life, how long will I last? No spark, no flame. What's a fucking gain? About my head in shame. These fucked up fools that are running through my head. Is this the end? Is this love really dead? What's next? Maybe. My life, should I take another man's advice? Another man's advice. Without you, there is no me You are my one and only Then I wake up, turn to my girl Realize this was a dream Without you, I'm not me Is this Oh, you told me, you told me that this was a 